You know, you hear it all the time that once you become a mom, everything changes. But until that moment finally arrives, you don't realize just how much. One of the biggest things I struggled with for sure was just how much energy, physically and mentally, went into this tiny little human being. And rightfully so. But I totally, and I mean totally, underestimated just how much that would take a toll on my professional life. I mean, I was in a toxic workspace when I was pregnant, and there was no way I was going to go back. I'm talking about a corporate pastry job that I had where the managers basically, they wanted to fire me, but they couldn't. So they tried to make my work life hell. True story. Bullying, by the way, and passive aggressive in all its finest. Oh, corporate America, I do not miss you. <laughs> my schedule was all over the place. I was given mundane tasks that they knew would drive me nuts. They became overly critical of my work for the most minute details that they didn't go on anyone else about. Side note, and totally another podcast topic, random tangent, but I've always found that people don't leave bad jobs. The majority of the time, they leave bad managers. Anyways, when I became pregnant, I wanted to be as present as possible for the beginning moments of our daughter. I saw friends and colleagues suffer for returning to work too early, and I didn't want that feeling of regret or sadness. I also wanted to still contribute financially to my family, and somehow in my naive, pre-baby brain, <laughs> I thought that I could go to work for a friend who had a catering business, and somehow bring my baby to work and have her be in one room while I worked in another. Yeah, that's insane by the way, don't ever try and do that. I did not actually get to do that because, well, as you can totally imagine, I would have been way spread too thin and neglecting my child and not doing a very good job at work because I'd constantly be distracted by my baby. But it's just funny to me that before she actually arrived in this world, I actually thought, oh yeah, could totally do that. Totally fine. Totally would work out. Oh man. <laughs> Motherhood has been eye-opening to say the least. Exhausting. Exhilarating. All of the feelings. All of them usually bundled up and you can't really describe it unless you know it. If you're a mom or considering becoming one and you carry so much ambition inside of you, this one's for you. Welcome to the I Heart Chocolate Podcast, a space where chasing dreams and indulging in chocolate is celebrated, where it's okay to walk the abnormal path, break tradition, and pursue your own true happiness. A space where you can gain encouragement, inspiration, and confidence to go out there and become the best chocolatier you possibly can be. I'm your host, Tina Codinha, and I know what it is to be chocolate crazy. Like you truly feel called to do this, as if a light suddenly went on and all arrows point to chocolate. I've had the honor of working under some of the best chocolatiers in the industry, and all the while have dedicated my free time toward bettering my craft at home. I'm a wife, a mother, founder of Codinha Chocolate and Codinha Chocolate Mentorship, which I proudly run with my amazing, talented husband, Bruno. Chocolate is so much in my blood, I couldn't live without it. It's been the wildest journey thus far, and my hope is that this inspires you to keep on keeping on and believe that you can do this too. Because the truth is, yes, you can. You really, truly can. So consider me your new chocolate friend, constantly cheering you on because I'm right there with you. And let's dive in. Oh, hello, hello, chocolate friends. Happy July. For today's episode of the I Heart Chocolate podcast, I want to talk about motherhood and balancing that with entrepreneurship specifically how it forever changes you and how much as we may hate to admit it at times changes your plans 
or rather forces you to pivot. Pivot? Pivot? Pivot! Friends, anyone? No? No? <laughs> Prior to becoming pregnant with our daughter, who's three years old now, by the way, of course, as a woman, when you start reaching a certain age, you start to wonder if you're ever going to have kids, right? And truth be told, I was never one of those women who dreamed of having children. I wasn't. I didn't know for certain if I wanted kids. I didn't plan it out when I was little. I just I just didn't know. If it happens, it happens. And if it didn't, well, then it didn't. But then I met my husband, Brunzi Bear, and after being married for three years, we decided to go for it. I'll also note that while I love plans and having plans, I truly never had this grand plan in my head of timelining my life. Does that make sense? Like I know some people think they have to be married by a certain age, start being pregnant with baby number one by a certain age, get a house by a certain time, etc, etc. I never thought this way so strictly. I think um, trying to take control over something that ultimately we don't have control in, right? Life happens. I'm not crazy religious, but I do believe that God always has a plan. I do think that things happen when they're supposed to. And when I became a mom, yeah, it forever, forever, forever changed me. I think the hardest part is that naturally I wanted to give my all to my daughter. You know, I wanted to be with her as much as possible. I wanted to breastfeed her for as long as possible. And may I just say, when you're a mom and you go back to work and you're running back and forth trying to take a pump break and all that, that's a lot. I mean, seriously, kudos to all the moms who are working and providing for their young one because it's truly, there's no other word, but shoosh, it is a lot. And I don't think women are given enough credit or seen enough for how much they have to do as both a mom and a professional. Another true story, true story, that's like my favorite saying, true story. I had a coworker actually uh, when I worked at a hotel and she had her lunch break split up into half during her shift so she could go and pump. But being a large hotel and all, the pump break, pump break room, excuse me, if you even want to call it that, was a good five to seven minute walk up this hill. And that's if you walk really fast. Plus, you have to set yourself up, clean your pump parts, store your milk, and scurry on back to your shift all within 30 minutes. And for those who are totally lost, I swear I have a point. But freaking pumping on average can take 15 to 20 minutes usually. So you do the math on how quickly you have to move to make sure you can literally pump milk that is literal food for your baby while trying to nourish yourself while trying to jump back into work like no big thing. It's a huge thing. It's huge. Oh. I mention all this because... I knew that once I became pregnant, there was no way in hell I was going back to, do, to doing that. Plus, I really didn't like my work environment at the time. So, I made the decision and thankfully with the support of Bruno, my husband, I became a full-time stay-at-home mom. Because to me, my daughter's first few years of life is something I could never get back. Us making more money as a couple would happen again eventually. So, we budgeted and we made it work. And I'm so happy, of course, that we could afford to do that because I know not everyone can. Not everyone has the liberty of getting to be a stay-at-home mom in the first year of their child's life, which I think is something our government needs to work on, but I will digress and save that for another time. So here comes the clincher. I know many women who actually have this fear and it actually stops them from trying to start a family because you start to think, but what about me? 
What about my career? What about my dreams? What about everything I've worked so hard for, right? It's a catch-22. Because while having a family and everything is a tremendous blessing, something else has to give. It just does. I want to reiterate that our daughter is now three years old. And it took a while, but my ambition and my plans for myself still came true and actually are growing even more now. If you don't know, Bruno and I launched Codinia Chocolate, a company I started solo, which she later became my partner on. And we actually have the most time together as a family while working on the next big phase of our business. Hey, chocolate friend! Do you ever dream about what it'd be like working with chocolate? Are you curious about this industry and find yourself scrolling through social media, watching every tutorial possible, or just plain wondering how the heck to get started? Are you a chocolatepreneur struggling to grow your business? Enter Codinia Chocolate Mentorship, a mentorship program unlike any other because not only is it an ongoing education program where my hubby Bruno and I teach you the fundamentals of chocolate making, but it's also a space where we dive deep into what exactly it takes to be a successful chocolatier. I'm talking mindset, sales strategies, product development, and more. In our program, you will have the chance to interact through live group courses, receive one-on-one coaching sessions, and join our private Facebook group for further support. We want to help you succeed and truly live a life doing what you love. Because guess what? It is possible. If you have grit and determination, and most importantly, believe that this chocolate dream is for you, we want to work with you. The dream of becoming a successful chocolatier can truly become your reality. So, I just have one last question. Are you ready to raise the roof on your chocolate confidence and experience an amazing transformation, chocolate friend? That's a long amazing. That's a long amazing. Think about that. <laughs> Head on over to www.codiniachocolatementorship.com forward slash apply to schedule your complimentary strategy call. And let's make your chocolate journey one to remember, right? All right, back to our podcast. How did this happen? Well, I will admit that before our daughter actually entered the world, I thought I was going to be able to do it all. But then I said, I need to let go of this notion that is so commonly upheld by society that women have to do it all because it's not realistic and frankly, it's not very healthy. So for the first solid year of our daughter's life, I was there 100%. Well, up until 10 months for sure, because I started getting an itch to create again right around 10, 11 months. So I decided to start up my side business as a chocolate lady again. And you know what? I nearly killed myself. (laughs) Not literally, of course, because hello, I'm speaking right now. Um, But it was very, very rough. I would wake up at 4 a.m. to get some time in before the kitchen. Uh, before she could wake up. I would be with her all day. I was still pumping milk every three hours. I would work again at nights and be pumping through the nights as well. And it just took a toll. I quickly realized that I couldn't do as much as I wanted to do the way I wanted to do it. I had to slow down. I reached a point actually where both my arms went numb. True story. And I realized I had reached my body's limit. That's a very hard pill to swallow, by the way. Obviously, and of course, I love my daughter. She's the cutie, patootie, baby love against number one. I think it is very common for women who also have a career though, or who genuinely enjoy the work that they do, to struggle with that work-life balance. So, 
after I basically had my body beat up by me pushing too hard, I slowed down and I enjoyed the time with my daughter instead because I realized I can always go back to chocolate. It will always be there. That's something that's part of me that's never going to go away, but I could never get back this time with our kid. And then a funny thing happened. A spark occurred and very quickly things that I have been saying since the very beginning of my whole chocolate journey started coming true and it actually gave me more time with my family. So if you're wondering what that is, well, shortly after our daughter turned one, we moved home to LA. I always referred to LA as home. I never once referred to Vegas as home, even though we lived there for six years. Uh, I guess you can say I'm stubborn and when I know what I want, I want it and I know it. And being in LA with my chocolate business was definitely it from the start. That was the dream. And living in a desert surrounded by sands and cactus and triple digit weather for multiple months at a time was definitely not it. So anyways, after we moved back, I knew it was time to start things in motion again, but this time to do it the way I've always pictured it. At the point that we moved back to LA, it had been 10 years of being in the industry for me. And slowly as the wheels started to turn and our daughter became a bit more independent, I also realized it was time to start anew. A rebrand, a family brand, because it no longer was just a lady, no more just the chocolate lady, but now it was the Codinias. And I give so much credit to Bruno because even before he became involved in the business as much as he has, he was always there to support me and listen to what I need. I told him, I want to be back in LA. We have a family now. I want to be closer to my family. If ever the chocolate thing picks up again, I've always pictured it back home. And so we job searched together. I prepped him for his interview. Um, true story, Bruno was super nervous for his interview because English is not his first language. So every time he had a phone interview, I was right there beside him to help feed him the answers. Uh, just call it teamwork. <laughs> he did a beast of a tasting and a hop skip and a month later, we were back in LA. And from that point, I will, I guess I think you know the rest, right? We focused on building Codinia chocolate together. And today we've spent the most time together as a family as well and work together in business. Now, would things be easier if we didn't have a kid? Probably. I mean, yes, of course, more free time, more money saved because, well, you know, kids are expensive, but I prefer the route how it is now. I always said I never pictured myself being a mother. It wasn't something I dreamed to be, but when it came, it completely changed my world, as cliche as that sounds. And it's not easy, like at all, at all, at all, at all. But I learned also that I never had to give up my dreams just because I became a mother. In fact, by pursuing my dreams, I'm actually instilling a huge life lesson into our daughter. And by being able to do what I love, as hard as it can be sometimes to manage everything, I know that even if she might be little, she sees it. She sees the joy, she sees our work ethic, she sees our passion. She sees that mommy and daddy are getting to do what they love. And we also get to spend so much time with her as well. Uh, both Bruno and I, I will say, are very good about taking a pause or a day off or a half day, whatever it might be, if we feel like we need to refresh. Soak in that quality time, clear our heads from the business. And on the flip side of that, we are also freaking machines when it comes to our business. We get it done. 
I mean, this past month alone has been crazy. The past few months alone have been absolutely crazy. But somehow, I mean, I've said this jokingly in the in the Instagram thing, but Bruno says, we're not, we're, who are we? We're Codinius. We're not, insert beep word. <laughs> uh, so I guess what I'm trying to say that if you are scared of becoming a mom and how that will affect your career, know that it will. But it's not the end of it. And if you take a pause and listen, really listen to what it is you want, whether that be a mom and continue working or take some time off, there's no wrong answer. Women especially get criticized around this topic and it's just not fair. How you choose to show up and how you are able to make it work for your own needs and family is completely up to you. What I can tell you is that being a mom has been the absolute best. She inspires us to be better people. And as hard as it can be sometimes, even when the balance tips more towards work at times, that bond that got created the moment we met her, oh my gosh. I mean, yeah, it's. I know it's like the cliche of every parent, but there's seriously nothing like it. I'll end this on, I'll end the podcast on this, you guys. Remember, your dreams don't die when you become a mom. Instead, guess what? You get to add on a new one. And that's all, folks. For more tips on what it takes to be a chocolatier, catch myself and my hubby Bruno as we go live every Thursday on the gram at Codinia Chocolate. And can I just say, thanks for hanging out with me today. If you felt a connection from this podcast or found it helpful, be sure to leave a five-star review on iTunes so we can keep spreading the chocolate happiness. Y'all know that is my life mission. But like, really though, (laughs) via chocolate baking, teaching, and now through sound. Woohoo! Have a beautiful day, and I know it's going to sound so cheesy. Oh, it's so cheesy, but it's coming, and you know it's true. In case you need a reminder, you are 100% worthy of the life that you dream, chocolate-filled or otherwise. You just have to summon up the courage to pursue it, and then keep pursuing and grinding and working and loving it until you get there. Whew! Okay, (laughs) catch you on the next one.